Welcome to the Hello Sunday podcast with me, Nikki Hyden. This is the podcast that discusses everything self-development, spirituality and sobriety. And it wouldn't be me without a little sprinkling of humour. Whether you were just starting out on your journey of self-development or have been exploring these topics for years, are completely alcohol-free or just curious about living a more sober lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be exploring topics in both solo episodes and with some amazing guest experts. So if you like what you hear, then please subscribe, rate and review. So with that said, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Hello Sunday. Happy October, everyone. October already, I mean, it feels mental to be saying that. And I don't know if I'm the only one that's like, what the hell happened to September? (laughs) It feels like I was only posting gorgeous, cosy autumn memes about Hello September about two or three days ago. And it's now the 1st of October and that is just wild. Life has been a bit hectic this month. I think I mentioned on a previous episode that I've been kind of up and down um, to Birmingham because I'm supporting my nan, who's not too well. Um, Also, business has just been crazy because everyone's been back from summer holidays. So I think that's definitely contributed to it. But yeah, just blinked and it's now October. But that does fit in perfectly with what I wanted to talk about today, because that is Sober October. So we've all heard of dry January. We've all heard of starting the year off grey and doing 30 days dry and basically having a bit of a break from alcohol, giving your system a bit of a rest after the party season. But Sober October, I think it's a newer concept. I don't remember Sober October being around years ago like Dry January was. Maybe Dry January just has better marketing or something. I'm not sure, in all honesty. But it's definitely something that has become a bit more popular in recent years. And I just wanted to cover off today a little bit more about what it is how you can get involved if you're thinking about it, maybe some of the reasons why you might want to get involved, Um, and yeah, just some some top tips. Although, some of the tips will probably be quite similar to the top 10 tips uh, podcast that I did. I think it was episode two. So if I don't cover off everything in that episode, it might just be worth refreshing your memory. Although that was probably a little bit more of a longer term stint that we were discussing. However, I might say that I started with dry January this year. I did have visions of doing 100 days, but I thought I'd see how dry January went. And I did manage to do the 400 days and it has led to a much more sober year and massive periods and stints of sobriety so you never know you might just get involved and it might snowball or kick off a change of lifestyle who knows so sober october is exactly as it sounds it's a month of no drinking alcohol complete sobriety so not just kicking back actually stopping all alcohol consumption for one month 
And I think it comes around at a really good time of year because, yes, whilst January is a great month for resetting and restarting the year, sorry, not restarting the year, starting the year, we don't restart the year in January, but it's a, it's a good time for resetting after the Christmas period, isn't it? Whereas actually October, it sort of signifies the end of summer. We were still having hot weather, weren't we, the first week of September. So I'm absolutely no doubt that probably lots of people were in beer gardens in that time and enjoying a bevy or two with their friends in the sun. So mostly I would say people that do drink or that weren't considering cutting down or, or sort of going sober we're probably still drinking in September following pretty pitiful summer in the UK weather-wise but generally summer is a time when you'll have holidays you'll have time off you'll have more stuff in the diary with friends if it's nicer weather people tend to drink more which it was at the start it was in sort of June time wasn't it so it tends to be a period where we have a lot more on kind of socially and, and a lot more inclination I would say to drink whereas October starts off the autumn season really I know September kind of falls into that but it's probably the first month where there's definitely no summer weather and most people's plans tend to kind of wind down a little bit before they go back into full swing around Christmas time so I would say this is a really really good time if you've been thinking about going sober or cutting back or making that lifestyle change, this is an awesome month to try it because generally the nights are a little bit darker and people do a little bit less kind of after work. There's no beer garden activity. It's the build up to Christmas. So you don't really have as many plans as you probably do end of November, beginning of December, but unless you've maybe got your birthday or something like that. But again, we're not making excuses here as to, to not to start. So it generally tends to be a little bit of a quieter social time. And actually, I was talking to my husband about this the other day because I don't need any reason or excuse now to do completely sober months or stints. Um, and I'm working towards potentially going fully sober. It's still quite a big, scary move for me. It's still something that I'm not quite there with. But my drinking habits have completely overhauled this year. So I was talking to my husband because he still drinks. He's never been a huge drinker, but he will still occasionally on a Friday or Saturday night have a couple of beers in the house, even if I'm not drinking. And whenever we go out, he drinks. So I said, what what would be the reasons for you to do this this October if you were thinking of it? And what are the things that I should be talking to people about because from my perspective it's just do a month without any alcohol but actually for a lot of people they need good reasons as to why it could be a good time to do it because it is big and it is scary and it is something that's going to take commitment so he spoke about all of the above in terms of dark nights and having less social plans but he also said it's a really good month to start saving if you haven't already for Christmas so putting away all the money that you would tend to spend on a night out and I mean I don't know about you guys but there's a lot of times when I've gone out on nights out and depending on where we've been if it's been dinner and then drinks afterwards you can spend upwards of like 200 quid you you have a decent dinner with your friends you're talking sort of 50 to 100 pounds a head and then go out for drinks afterwards if you're having cocktails buying other people drinks taxi home you can easily put 200 quid um away so 
if you're looking at saving for Christmas, it's a great month to do that because alcohol and going out does take up a lot of a lot of money and a lot of funds. And also, he said, telly's better this time of year. <laughs> so there is a lot more. A lot more series tend to come back onto our screens and launch. And people tend to kind of cozy down and be more open to just having cozy nights in, cozy weekends in with a movie or with a TV series or a box set. So, so yeah, those are the reasons that I would say it's a, a really good month to try this if you've been thinking about it it's probably tons more but for me it just seems to sit at a perfect time of the year so there's reasons there as to why it might be a great month to try it and uh, you know obviously you'll have your own as well so let's say you have got your reasons you've decided that you're going to do this you're going to give it a really good crack you're going to commit to a full month without alcohol what are some of the things that can help you get through it? And like I said at the beginning, some of these will be the same as if you were deciding to go fully sober or commit to a longer period. And some of them may not be and may be only really applicable if you're looking to do the month and then revert back to your normal drinking habits afterwards. And look, both ways are fine. Nobody here is preaching to you about what you should and shouldn't do. For me, doing the first month just had so many advantages that I decided to carry on. It might not for you, or you might not be there yet, or you might just want to do a month and, and see the advantages before you make a decision. However you are feeling or however this works for you is great. Just doing a month without alcohol is more than most people, certainly in this country anyway, with us kind of culture and drinking habits, it's more than most people will ever commit to in their lifetime. So don't be hard on yourself if you don't feel like at the end of the month that you're wanting to do any more or, or able to do any more at this point. So the first thing I would say is planning your month is critical. Maybe you're one of those people that doesn't drink a lot already and you can just go out and have soft drinks all night. You've done that before. I'm not talking to those people here with this one. I'm talking to the people that, like me, would have planned a night out and alcohol would have been involved before you even leave the door. You'd have had pre-drinks, you'd have met up with friends, there'd been wine at dinner, etc. So plan your month. And I would say that if you can plan a month where you don't have much going on socially in terms of actual nights out until the end of the month or even at all, then that's going to be a lot easier for you because going into a month being sober and on the first weekend having a night out is probably going to be a recipe for disaster, I'm not going to lie. You're probably not going to stick to it if that is the first thing that you're doing with your first weekend and your first time off. So I would say plan experiences, speak to your friends or whoever you've got plans with that month and maybe ask if you can do something in the day I know a friend and I have got yoga um and a we're actually doing a, a sober sort of alcohol free bar crawl in Leeds we're going to go to all the different bars that have got great alcohol free options so something like that or a cinema trip or just dinner something that isn't necessarily going to be centered around alcohol like just going to a night out to bars or clubs would be 
I would plan stuff like that on the weekends where you were planning on seeing people or the nights where you were planning on seeing people because in all honesty, it's going to make life a lot easier than going into a month and knowing that the first weekend or the second weekend you've got a night out where you've got to order soft drinks and everyone else is going to be drinking. So that would be my first tip. The second is if you know any friends who are up for doing this or are have even spoken about it in the past. Like I've got people now that come to me, people that I would never in a million years have dreamt would have even entertained cutting back on alcohol, never mind going sober, are sending me inbox messages saying, I'm really curious, how how do you find this? And it was what actually led to that last episode of friends and family not drinking and you drinking and the challenges that come with that. All of those messages and all of those questions are giving me great ideas because it's it's clearly what people are asking and what people are wanting to know. So if you've got friends that are asking questions, have made the right noises, see if they'd be up for it too. Teamwork makes the dream work. And if you've got a partner or you're living with family or you're in a situation where people in your household are going to be drinking, it's good to have somebody else around you that is committing to this as well. And somebody that can encourage you and keep you accountable and make you feel like you're not in this alone. With that said, it doesn't have to be people that you hang out with all the time. Yes, it's great to be able to plan things and and nights out and dates and events in the diary with people that you would normally go out with that aren't going to involve alcohol. But equally, if you need to do this with an online group or an online forum, I've spoken before about the Facebook groups and recruiter WhatsApp support groups that I'm in. People that I don't even know, that I've not met most of them, and that support can sometimes help me if I'm in a moment of weakness or feeling like I'm craving an alcoholic drink. So just getting people around you that are going to help support, keep you accountable, accountable, that is probably going to be one of the biggest helps and it's going to get you through this month a lot easier than feeling like you're doing it on your own. Alcohol-free drinks for me have been a lifesaver. So I loved having a gin on a Saturday night. I loved, I must admit, I haven't yet found a good alcohol-free wine. So if anyone knows of one, although I did hear a tip the other day that if you put a teaspoon of, I think it was balsamic vinegar into red wine, then it makes it taste like the alcohol versions. I'm yet to try it, but if anyone's done that or if anyone has any good alcohol-free wine tips or recommendations, let me know. But having alcohol-free alternatives is, for me, if you're not alcohol-dependent and it's going to trigger you, definitely something that's helped. It's made me feel like I'm having a drink when I'm at home on a Saturday night and my husband's having beers without actually having the alcohol, without actually having the hangover. And actually, the alcohol-free Proseccos are okay. I found some quite dry ones. I don't really drink Prosecco when I was drinking, but yeah, they, they do seem to be okay. So play around with them, get some recommendations, and maybe try and invest in some decent alcohol-free alternatives before you start this month. For those of you that are regular listeners to the show, or maybe you know me personally, you won't have been able to get away without hearing me talk about Simprove. Simprove is a scientifically backed 
water-based probiotic drink. You drink it daily and it has been scientifically proven to help with things like bloating, IBS symptoms, pain. It was actually a dietitian friend of mine that introduced it to me last year and I honestly wouldn't be without it now. It's helped with my energy, with my bloating, it's helped with my immune system and also things like my skin. The list is honestly endless. Now I have got a code for you. So if you'd like to try Simprove, you can get 50%, that's a massive 50% of your first three month subscription by going on simprove.com and putting in the code Nikki50. That's N-I-K-K-I-5-0 or clicking the link in the show notes. Connecting to your why and making sure that you know why you're doing this as well is also a really great tip. I think it also connects into the next one. And the next one is focusing on what you're getting out of this and focusing on the benefits and making a note of all the things that you are seeing change. And why I think those two connect so well or are kind of linked is because you might not have a massive why for this at the start of the month. You might not have, so for instance, say you wanted to do like I did 100 days sober. I was launching a business. It was sink or swim. I had to make it work and alcohol was making me tired and making me lose hours and and lose days on a Sunday, hence the name of this podcast. But so for me, that was a huge why. If I was just doing it for a month, the why probably still would have been similar, but it wouldn't have been as strong because a month probably wouldn't have given me the same benefits and the same outcome that 100 days did. So if you're just looking to have a reset, if you're looking to prep yourself before the party season, if you're looking to save some money, if you're looking to just, you know, have a calmer month, make a note of all those reasons. And then as you go through the month and you notice your sleep is better, you know, it's the money that you're saving, you know, just your energy and your focus are better and and more prevalent, then make a note of all those things and that will reconnect you back to your why and keep you wanting to do this. And then in those moments of weakness, also reconnect with your accountability partner or the group that you've joined or message me. There's always going to be moments of weakness, but knowing your why and having those people around you, that's what's going to get you through. Like for me, if I'd have been on my own, didn't really have a great reason for doing it, I'd have definitely had a glass of wine within those first few weeks because it was dark weather, it was dark weather, it was dark nights, it was shit weather, no one was doing anything. It was just really primed for have a cosy glass of wine in front of the TV. So definitely connecting with your why, but also making a note of all the benefits, all the things that you see that are coming out of this month that you're noticing, maybe stuff that you didn't even think of, like my skin improved, my communication with my partner improved because I wasn't tired, I wasn't wasting days on a Sunday, and I had a horrible habit of wasting at least the morning or normally the whole day on a Sunday after we'd been out or had a few drinks the night before and then getting annoyed and pissed off with myself and then taking that out on him which is ridiculous when you think about it but it's just what you do to the person closest to you and for me and for him I'd imagine a massive advantage was that I wasn't I don't do that anymore I can't remember the last time that we had an argument because I was tired or grumpy or hungover or blaming him for 
not even blaming him, but just feeling shit about myself and transferring that emotion onto him. Also, money and having more money in the bank and more money to do stuff. Celebrate the small wins. If you know that you would have spent 200 quid on a night out and instead you've spent 50 quid or nothing at all because you haven't gone, buy yourself something with that. Treat it. Celebrate the small wins. If you know that you have not given into a craving and you've poured yourself an alcohol-free drink instead of the real thing, then why don't you treat yourself to a nice takeaway to go with it or buy yourself, I don't know, a new makeup item or a new journal or something that you've been wanting that isn't going to break the bank, it isn't going to, what's the phrase I'm looking for, it isn't going to defeat the object of doing this by making you spend the money that you've saved. But equally, celebrating the small wins, it doesn't have to be with something huge, is a really good way to keep you on track and a really good way to just give yourself a little pat on the back. This stuff's hard. This shit is really, really hard. So you need to notice when you're not giving in to the cravings and the weakness and, and celebrate that stuff. Finally, I would say just don't be a hermit. You will be amazed at how many of your friends are willing to do sober stuff with you, willing to try something new or put something in the diary that is a day event rather than just going out and getting smashed. It will deepen your friendships when you are having experiences together that aren't just focused around alcohol. Maybe you do that already. Maybe you just need to do more of that this coming month. But for me, being a hermit in those first few weeks, it wasn't really avoidable because I was launching my business, but it definitely made it a bit harder in terms of feeling alone and feeling like I wasn't being included in stuff although I must say I did do my birthday meal with my husband alcohol free and it was really my choice to be a hermit I wasn't doing it because necessarily I was going sober I was doing it because I was super busy headstand launching a business and to be honest I did that for the first three months of the year so I could probably do taking my own advice on that one but definitely making those plans and not being a hermit not actually just burying your head for a month because whilst that is fine in terms of the not drinking if you are potentially looking at whether this could be more of a longer term lifestyle for you you're not going to get a true picture if you're not doing the things that you would normally do or not necessarily things that you would normally do if you're not going out as frequently or seeing friends or even just putting the feelers out there to see who would be open to doing what. So let me know if you're going to try it. Today is day one. I'm sure there's loads of you out there that are hungover or went out drinking this weekend who are potentially in the horrors right now and considering never drinking again anyway. Until next week, that is. So today's a great day to make that commitment. And if you're going to do it, make the commitment. Change the language you use. Don't say you're going to try and do it. Say you are going to do it. It's only 30 days. And I promise you, there's no... There's no downsides or disadvantages to this. If people are challenging you or they're calling you boring or they're making a mockery of what you're trying to do, refer back to the episode on dealing with friends and family. But also, you're not doing this for them. You're doing this for you. So that's all I've got to say on the matter. <laughs> but I hope that you all 
have taken something from that. I hope that even if one person decides to do Sober October off the back of this, then my work here is done. And honestly, I'd just be so glad to hear from any of you that decide to do it. And yeah, I'm excited for anybody that does because I think for me, the advantages and the benefits were beyond what I expected. But have a great week all. Again, as always, let me know if you are wanting me to talk about any specific topics, anything coming up for you. Anything that you inbox me is always completely confidential. I'll never share your information. I've had some really interesting topic ideas sent my way recently, which I am going to weave into future episodes. So yeah, keep them coming and enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at hellosundaypod or you can email us on hellosundaypod at outlook.com. Have a great week.